Here comes big, bad, big. I wonder how much they'd pay for it up to college. Rod, booze, baseball. That's just about the finest smell in the world. Except maybe for pussy. They don't cotton the outsiders, and they probably won't have a phone there either. Looney, looney, looney. What is it that you want, Ernie? I want some Rango. Last town report said you were in arrears in your taxes, Andy. They're not retarded. They're disturbed. Guess I'll never be lucky. Hell, I ain't married to anyone. Daisy May. Let's make us a baby doggy style. <laughs> I've missed them. <laughs> well, if you uh, are just finishing skipping forward, uh, welcome. <laughs> Rob. Uh, king me? I Kinda. I mean, yes. More, little, now little, more than a ever. Li- a little king me. A little bit. A, a prince. Prince you. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a diminutive king me. Right. Uh, Dan, what are we doing here? What is happening? We gotta. I mean, if you looked at the title of the episode, Rob, you'd know we have a big announcement. (laughs) We do have a big announcement. So, if you've been following along on our Facebook page, you've probably seen a mysterious counting down. That's true. Uh, I started that, and I surprised Dan with it. He didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. (laughs) Frankly, this whole thing is a surprise to me. Why am I here? Uh, Who are you? No, I, I woke up in a chair. My hands were tied behind my back. <laughs> no, we're uh, we're. What are we doing here? We're we're making a big announcement, right? We're counting down. <laughs> we're, we're doing uh, a good job. We're doing a great job. We're ratcheting the tension. Couple of yeah. Hitchcocks over here. <laughs> yeah. No, you see, well, if everybody you're a knows there's a bomb under the table, then you have suspense, baby. Yes, and if you eat the leg of lamb you use to murder the... No, if you feed the leg of lamb to the policeman who's investigating <laughs> mm. the murder of the man you murdered with the leg of lamb, that's double jeopardy and you can't go to jail. Hey, the, the prosecution rests, baby. Or... Alternately, marry that cop. <laughs> marry him anyway. Uh, no. So, what what are we doing, uh, n- guys? So the announcement: what we're doing here. Uh, Do you have an air week, horn on there? Yeah, uh, I don't actually. That's okay. Sorry. That's okay. Um, you do a good mouth horn. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I'll, I could do a trumpet. And frankly, Ray Finkel does a good Einhorn. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, dog. How about that? How about that? Um, All right, you broke my damn watch. Uh, any good no. faith we'd built up just by not being here? By yeah. Like being a, like, like Elliot Smith, you know? He left a perfect body of work. <laughs> so did we. We're back to ruin it. We're back to ruin it. Guys, next week we're putting out new episodes of King Me. And? That's what we're here to tell you. And new episodes of the Patreon. Our bonus show where we do usually, historically, a monthly limited run series. That's right. About about damn whatever moves us. Right. I think think when this comes out, we'll be wrapping up uh, uh, a series from a year ago. 
yeah, what what I was thinking we should do here uh, is we'll oh, put we'll this intro. This yeah, yeah, we'll cut this out. Um, we'll put this intro right in front of that episode and just release that episode right into the main feed. Oh, just... yeah, as sort of a, a thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and this then... intro is going to be going into the Long Good yeah. Friday? That's right. That's exciting. Cause it is exciting. I That's like the best fucking movie I've ever seen. And <laughs> it's so good. I'm saying that as the host of a Stephen King movie podcast. The yes. only yeah. Stephen King movie podcast. Oh, as of right now, the only one, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're mean. Yeah, yeah that's so right. I, I'm very excited for everyone to hear that episode. Uh, I have vague memories of it being uh, quite quite good yeah no so that's you guys can enjoy that um it's a little we've honestly we've been sitting on it for almost a year now but <laughs> uh we felt like we should put that out and yeah i feel like it's a nice way to it's finally the like, right uh, time us to coming put that back. episode out yeah would you agree like it, I, up I to do. this moment yeah, yeah it would have been it would have felt premature absolutely yeah so so thank um, you for bearing with us. Thank you to everyone who's like reached out to us during our little hiatus to be like, uh, hey, when you hey, come back, what are you doing? Or uh, or to say, hey, I found the show. Where are you? Yeah. Please are come there get new me. Episodes coming out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Please. I'm I need help. Please <laughs> call, contact emergency services. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you so much to everyone who contacted us with a medical emergency. <laughs> <laughs> we wish you the best. Haven't heard yeah. from you, but we hope you're doing well. And so one more thing before we uh, get into the long good Friday um, with the Patreon um, as like a kind of like a little, uh, I don't know, a little bonus, little uh, a fun little contest kind of thing. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. Um, anybody who uh, is presently signed up or signs up uh, in the you know next coming upcoming month, at the end of the month, we're going to be picking a name, and that person is going to get a free month of the Patreon. So and we're going to be one and pair of my dirty socks. Gross. Well, I'm gonna. Well, we can, have your address. We we do have your address, and I mean. You have to accept them. So, <laughs> no, I won't send you my dirty socks. But you will no. get a free month of the Patreon. Free month of Patreon, which we're going to be putting out new episodes. So then, that's a little, a little, a nice little thing. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, do sign up, would you? And yeah. and I'll tell you what to give you a little taste of what the what it'll be like for you listening to a free Patreon episode. Hmm. It'll go a little something like this. Okay, hit play. Play. <laughs> Shipping up to Boston? I think we said that last time. I was but. yeah, I was gonna say it's so clear where the inspiration for shipping up to Boston came from. Uh but oh my god, what a much better soundtrack this movie has. Than the Dropkick Murphys? Yeah, those oh. guys had a terrible soundtrack. 
and, agree to disagree. And they didn't even have a film component. <laughs> Are you? Do you stand for the Dropkick Murphys? Yeah, I stand for them. All right. Well, welcome to the bonus show. I'm Dan Gagliardi, and uh, joining me as always is my co-host Rob Dropkick Avon. <laughs> That's me, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm going to start calling you Dropkick. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what a, a cool-ass thing... <laughs> name for you. A thing that I have never done. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get the nickname? <laughs> I don't uh, know. Yeah, he just... Uh, well, have you ever seen The Long Good Friday? <laughs> <laughs> he watched that. <laughs> That's how he got that nickname. Oh, bruv. Uh, uh, guys... Welcome to the bonus show. Um, the boner show. Yeah, if you're it's listening our to this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a classic. Uh, I I pulled a boner. Um, I guys, I've been deleting episodes willy nilly. Right? Yeah, just really as we it's kind of suspicious as we get closer <laughs> to the the end of the Stephen King cinematic oeuvre, the yeah. episodes suddenly start disappearing. Mm. It's like, and you keep ca- carving, uh, carving, <laughs> you keep carving Avon was here into the, uh, the beam. Oh, you keep carving. <laughs> hey, we're, we're going to get to the Irish in a few. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That okay. is on the docket. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, guys, uh, this is the bonus show. We're, we're talking, we're going to be talking about the long good Friday. Um, but before we get into that. Um, me and Dan were talking about uh, the Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> yeah, we were. I, I, I wanted to explain to him what it was, and I was like, no, no, we have to record this. Let's do it. Okay, so here's what I know about the Red Shoe Diaries. Okay. David Duchovny. Yes. And it's, a, it's an anthology series. Yeah. Like the Twilight Zone, but... <laughs> it's exactly like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> But instead of uh, getting turned into a jack-in-the-box, it's uh, some lady jacking her box. Oh, buddy. You're so close. (laughs) Oh, damn. Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) Yeah. David Duchovny plays the Rod Serling of the show. His mush mouth, like, uh, submit for your (laughs) approval and uh, your your big old titties. And yeah. (laughs) He's uh have you well okay were you a uh x-files kind of kid did you watch that at all or um yeah i was sort of a nerd growing up um oh i didn't have a lot of friends yeah 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 no i actually didn't get into the x-files until my adult life all i okay all i knew about the x-files was the fat kid from the sandlot being a vamp oh yeah he's a little chubby vamp yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, so the Red Shoe Diaries actually ran simultaneously. They ran at the same time as the X Files. Um, what? So, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, so that Red was Shoe like Diaries his is... his um, Ellen's game night. Ellen's got the <laughs> Ellen show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, she's like, also dunking exactly. people in a dunk tank five nights a week. Right. Yeah, dropping them two stories onto a bed of spikes, perhaps. <laughs> Soon, give it time. Give it time. Um. Yeah, Red Shoe Diaries ran from 92 to 96, and X-Files, I guess the original run of the X-Files, was started in 93, and then ran for like eight years, and then or nine years, and then it just picked up again like within the last couple of years. Um, so he plays a character who 
I believe his wife died. Um, and he gets letters from people like he, he must've put out an ad or something for like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a creep. Send me all your dirty, your dirty letters, like all your penthouse forums, like send them to me. And the beginning of every episode starts with him, uh, walking his dog and opening a letter and like sitting on a park bench and like just just re- and reading <laughs> yeah. erotica in public. <laughs> yes, they're always in public. Always. What are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's always in public, and the 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 actors and actresses on the show are not like I don't know, like your typical uh, say like late night Cinemax kind of like softcore porn actresses. There were actor act like actual people that were in movies and things like it, it had real you know real actors in it and shit and they they were out you know jeremy irons <laughs> jeremiah irons um yeah that's a deadwood character <laughs> uh it's just it's simply the strangest show um yeah every episode was like a penthouse forum with an actual cast and david duchovny and then it would end with david duchovny kind of like well finishing no again he's on a park bench not uh not doing it not not j and his d he's just uh he's just out there reading it and then he said he talks to his dog he's like well you know uh uh we're just uh another day in uh, this shitty town and then he goes what? off or whatever what was the dog's name that's a good question that's- oh <laughs> That sound. Uh, hold on, David Duchovny. Oh man, he plays Jake Winters. That's a <laughs> that's a porno name. Uh, Stella. Is I that, found it. Is that yeah? The, it's yeah, Stella. Stella. Well, Stella looks like those two had sex. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yeah, just always getting fired from jobs from being the most despicable cold pervert <laughs> yep yeah you can't have your you can't have your disgusting smut mail forwarded to the office yeah jake yeah jake. what is the uh, all right here's here's how uh wikipedia the objective collector of all knowledge in in the world i know uh, one of matt leblanc was in a couple episodes um joey tribbiani <laughs> yeah um yeah i know the trib <laughs> one of the uh one of the the ants from the original Sabrina, the teenage witch, not um, uh, what? Uh, Hold on, yeah. Hold on, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But there's an element of the premise of this show mm-hmm. that you I skipped. I think over. I think overlooked or I missed it. But what was it? Okay. Um, Wikipedia says. Uh, the presenter and host Jake Winters yeah. is the, is shown. Walking on desolate train tracks with his dog, Stella. Sure, sure. So far, so good. Yeah. He begins reading a letter from his post office box out loud that begins with, Dear Red Shoes. Should be Dear the Red Shoes, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he took out the ad after his after the suicide of his fiance. Oh, okay. I didn't know she had and, killed herself. But she, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And his subsequent confrontation of the man with whom she was having an affair construction worker and shoe salesman who sold her a pair of red high heels inspiring mm. the ad that's crazy yeah no it's it 
Yeah, it's crazy to be the guy who's like, my fiance cheated on me, and then she killed herself, and now I want to. Oh, I want to read your filth. <laughs> imagine, imagine being his therapist. So yeah, so how have you been coping? What have you been doing to take care of yourself? Well, I took out an ad in the paper, and uh, okay. now people send me their cum stories. Uh, right, I'm gonna need to see you every day. So yes, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to set up a cot and you're just going to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, okay. You know what? I'm, I'm changing my tune. Far be it from me mm-hmm. to judge this disgusting pervert. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he's just, a, he's just your average filth monger. <laughs> just a real, and the, you know, what's funny is like, uh, it, it's come out now that David Duchovny is like a sex addict. He, um, yeah, he was. On no, a, you're thinking of the show Californication. Oh, I am thinking of that show, but I'm also thinking of his true, his real life. <laughs> is that is that for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he came out as a sex addict, um, and he, yeah, it was like it was also like while he was you know making Californication, they were like, oh well. He he was like, I'm a sex addict, and they're like, Oh well, I guess the Red Shoe Diaries and the California Kid, this all this all checks out. I didn't realize uh, all of these characters were so close to your actual person, and uh, yeah, he's he's kind of, he's just a creep. Um, <laughs> he's just horny. Yeah, he's like a he's like a real horn horn ball. Um, but. Uh, let me ask you this. <laughs> you ever listen to any of David Duchovny's music? No. Oh. Well. Is it is the re- the return of Bruno? Is it? Let this sink in for you. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno at least has a fucking personality. That'll do. All right. <laughs> huh. It's okay. Um, it's fun because it's uh, it's totally innocuous. Um, <laughs> it's just <laughs> it, it could be playing in an elevator and you'd be like, uh, I yeah, that's some like that that gets like one play on your local NPR affiliate. <laughs> it, it's ridiculous because it, it's he, not even bad. It's just like. It's it's just middle of the road. It it's he's it's funny. He's like, I've uh, done good things and bad things, and I've said words and I've heard words, and uh, <laughs> these are. Uh, I can uh, I can't do anything, but I can be in the room. <laughs> and you're just like, well, this is this exists. This is yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, usually people uh, pick either a good or a bad thing they've yeah. done, and they write about that. And... <laughs> right. Uh, like uh i don't know have a point of view or something i don't know whatever (laughs) 
Long Good Friday. We're doing the starring, Long Good Friday here. Starring Robert Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Bob Hoskins. Um, who else? Helen Mirren. Um, and then some, some, some British other guys. Blokes. Probably named like Anthony, which is always a weird name for me for a British person to have. Paul, Paul Freeman. Who, Paul uh, Freeman. Uh, plays Colin. Um, oh, Colin. Oh, Colin, um, Pierce Brosnan in his first first, uh, first credited film film role. Yeah, doesn't say a goddamn word, which is good. Yeah. Oh, because he's a bad actor. (laughs) Yes, as we learned from Bag of Bones. uh, Oh, child! Oh, child! 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 (laughs) Oh, sweet girl, sweet child. Uh, Gross. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he's bad. He's bad. Um. Well, that's great. That's it. Yeah, it's fine. It's just a bunch of <laughs> bunch of British character actors from the seventies. So uh, no one you'd know. No one yeah. you'd know. No one you'd. What's know. this? What's going on? This is a very, con- like, the context of the era in which this movie was made matters mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, yeah. It's sort of it's sort of integral to like understanding what the hell is happening. Yes. Um, because you don't really know. You you kind of find out in step with Robert Bob Hoskins' character, mm-hmm. which I enjoy. I think that's a, an effective way to tell this story. Um, sort of is like, you know, it's a crime movie, but Rob, I wouldn't call this your your run of the mill crime film. Oh really? What what would you call it? This is I would uh, call it a crime film with fantasy elements. Wow! So there um, there's like dragons I, and wizards. No, it's just Irish people are not real. Oh, it's right. <laughs> a myth. I'm not buying it. No, um, it's just like the I don't know. It it reminds me of the way old boy is told, where you think you know like who's getting revenge <laughs> on who, and then yeah. by the end of it, you find out how wrong you are. <laughs> oh man, we should we should do old boy. <laughs> we should do old boy. We should I, we should also do the remake of old boy. New boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a new new man no that's that's the it's the spin-off film about newman from, from seinfeld <laughs> yeah um you haven't seen the the remake have you uh, uh no Old i Boy? haven't i haven't spike lee joint so uh, weird so it's so, so weird, weird. It's so weird that Spike Lee, Spike Lee directed it. It's so weird that Josh Brolin is the main character, the, the titular old boy. The, yeah, the old old boy. It's uh, very, it's all very odd. Yeah. Um. But he, hey, I suppose we'll get to it. We'll oh, that's weird. Um. Yeah, Josh Brolin, who, who is Thanos, and um, what's uh, Elizabeth Olsen plays. Uh, uh, no spoilers, but the girl in the, in the oh movie. really yeah um, no kidding yeah so that's hey they had like a fun little reunion on Avengers uh, <laughs> the last one Avengers the last one <laughs> the uh, the thing <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a whole thing wasn't it that one <laughs> it was a it was a big to do <laughs> um yeah so. Uh, when what is what is this movie? What are we what are we talking about here? <laughs> talking about the Long Good Friday, bruv. Okay. Apples and pears. <laughs> Bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Apples and pears. Uh, so yeah, basically, like I, I guess to sort of 
give a synopsis of what's happening here. Bob Hoskins plays a just like a, a criminal boss in London who's like trying to go legit. He's, he's trying to turn his criminal enterprise into a legitimate operation. Um, as this is all happening, mm-hmm. there are a series of attacks on him and people in his circle. Okay. Uh, people are dying left and right. Buildings are blowing up. Oh, no. Uh, and he's he's saying, what's all this then? What's all this then? Yeah. It's not, it's not clear until, what, halfway later, more than halfway through the movie, exactly what's happening. Yeah. It's, I mean, minimum. <laughs> yeah. It's, it it so, takes a really long time for, uh, for anything to, for you to understand what's happening. So um, as as this is happening, as people are like dying around him, um, he is entertaining guests from America who are potential investors in his legitimate business operation, yeah. which amounts to an attempt to sort of, uh, well, basically just like gentrify whatever part of London they're in. Yeah, they want to. It's like it's really like a real estate deal. He wants to build up London, and he has a bunch of dirty money that he wants to make into clean money. He wants to be like, <laughs> he wants to launder the money. Yeah. Essentially he wants yeah. to be, he, but he wants to be like, I don't know. Like he's, he brought in, um, some, some gangsters, some criminals from, uh, America. Cause he's like, this is going to be big and you're going to want to get in on this international shit. Um, yeah, he's trying to he's just trying to make as much legitimate money because he's made a bunch of dirty money now. Um, yes. Um does the one gangster, I don't know. I don't think he does, but I looked at him and I could only think of Joe Piscopo as uh Frank Sinatra. <laughs> you know like what? His, I'm looking at present his day Joe man guy? No, no, the American, the older American. Oh. Not the lawyer, but like the main like the mob guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he okay. looks like he looks like Joe Piscopo as uh Frank S. Yeah. Uh, Francis Frank, Frank Sinatra. Ugh. I hate Frank what? Sinatra. Why? Cuz he's a a bastard and not a very good singer? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if you can I I'm sorry. I'm going to need to see some receipts on this <laughs> because if you're going to spill the tea, sis. You better be ready to show me the receipts because <laughs> he's a, a shithead. And... Yeah, he's a uh, yeah. <laughs> um, why do why do our parents and grandparents like Frank Sinatra? I think just because he was an old Italian racist. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well, I really enjoyed his his music's fine, but his racism. <laughs> yeah, Chef Kiss, Chef Kiss. <laughs> um, oh, God, no, I yeah, it's uh, I don't know. He's like, uh, he was terrible to all of his wives. Um, he was terrible to his kids. Uh, he was like, as far as singing goes fine <laughs> like at best yeah like what's a what's a frank sinatra song that really resonates with you oh i mean none of them resonate with me and <laughs> so yeah, yeah. and is near and now i face the final curtain now you go I don't know the words. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I also uh, don't know the words. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's a, oh wait, he, he does. 
He does that song, Come Fly With Me, Let's Fly, Let's Fly Away. Yeah, he does the Summer Wind also. Summer Let's... Wind, those are both good. And I, But here's the thing. I both always think those are Bobby Darren. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Which, you know what? I'm a, I like Bobby Darren just fine. Bobby Darren died on the operating table, I found out. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you about this? The, the way a man goes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he, I think what's really funny is like, he found out that his sister was his mom. That's right. And then went on the operating table and died. Like, immediately after. <laughs> he was like, well, we're going to have to sort this all out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back. Whoops, I'm dead. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, Frank Sinatra, very bad, very bad. I think we've been pretty clear about how we feel about old yeah. Italian-American acts from, like, the 40s and 50s. Old blue eyes. Um, yeah. yeah, we're gonna old, ha- old we- no eyes now. That guy's dead. <laughs> He's a we're, skull. We have to. We have to watch Jersey Boys. It, boys on boys. <laughs> we have to do boys on boys. I don't know if we do, but I will. You don't want. You don't want to watch that bad movie again. No, it's like punishing. <laughs> it's not it, fun. It's bad. <laughs> it's it's really bad. The into the down the barrel of the camera narration, no. kill me, fucking kill me. Yeah. Oh my. God. All right. Did you, let's watch. It. All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that. I I was just gonna go on a whole thing about Clint Eastwood and how he's bad too, but he obviously he's fucking bad. Yeah. Everyone everyone knows Clint Eastwood's bad. He's no. uh he's your word. He's a bad grandpa. <laughs> frankly, <laughs> let oh we should do a series called Bad Grandpas. <laughs> Yeah, about a, about the bad grandpas of Hollywood, so yeah. we can do him, uh, bad grandpa. Uh, <laughs> I think bad. dirty. I think we could do dirty grandpa too. Yeah, are dirty grandpas also bad grandpas? Probably. It's not a hundred percent overlap, but yeah, I definitely say you know not to generalize, but yeah. a lot of dirty grandpas are also pretty bad grandpas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All so right. the long good Friday, bruv. Yeah. So. Yeah, this the whole like first ten minutes. Um, it, it's this cold open where we're following uh, uh, what Colin um, through his. He's like on a trip, and you're like, "What's going on?" And then um, he's he's gonna uh, he's gonna hook up with this guy, and then he, the guy gets murdered out in the parking lot, and then Colin is in a like a a YMCA swimming and he, he sees uh, a handsome young uh, Pierce Brosnan and he's like, Oh, I'll hook up with that guy. And then Pierce Brosnan stabs him to death. And that's the first 10 minutes. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? I don't, <laughs> I don't know who anybody is and why <laughs> they're dying. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what anybody's motivation is. So uh, then I think like next thing we're on the Hos- the SS Hoskins. Yeah. Where like he lives on this, this yacht, which is fucking cool if i mean come on it is like the most 70s uh rich guy thing you could do is live on your yacht yeah i would if i was rich in the 70s that's totally what i would be doing just living on my yacht and uh organizing crime (laughs) (laughs) spend my days organizing crime spend my nights on a yacht (laughs) what if what if that's what the thing was you're like you're not in organized crime. You're just organizing it. You're trying to get them on, <laughs> yeah, you're, on the same page. <laughs> uh, you're an events coordinator. <laughs> Guys, 
we have got to organize this briefcase of cocaine. I mean, it's just loose in here. You got to <laughs> you got to bundle it up. You got to do All something. All right, everyone, yeah, everyone take a baggie. <laughs> All right. No, you you take the bags, you start filling them up. You start taping them shut. All right? We'll get like a conveyor line going. Guys, this is what organized crime is. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh yeah, this is the Condomari method of, of crime. <laughs> I, I just watched all of those shows. <laughs> By the last one, I was like, I just watched eight episodes of ple- people just cleaning their house. This isn't anything. <laughs> yeah, um, there's something very dystopian to me about that show. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't, I don't trust her. Yeah, oh, no? I think she's... I think she might be bad. Oh. It, I think she's a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it because... Uh, she, Go ahead. Uh, ask she it. doesn't... Uh, she doesn't spark joy in you no i don't she's too calm mm. if you i don't really trust she is anyone crazy who's... calm there is like like she she'll walk into a place and she's like "Ooh, i love it and it's yeah. like wall to wall bullshit yeah just <laughs> piles of cat mummies <laughs> do, do these spark joy unfortunately yeah <laughs> unfortunately yeah they unfortunately all i love these cat mummies so <laughs> and I then she it. shows you how to like pack cat mummies cat mummies into a shoe box you have to fold them up four times <laughs> just <laughs> creaking and yeah oh oh god it's like sounds like paper tearing <laughs> it's very upsetting yeah um so, so here we go. We got Bob Hoskins and Helen Mirren on a yacht. Yeah. They're uh they're preparing for like this big sort of is it just like an announcement? Is that yeah. it's like an, a a party where he's sort of stating his intentions to revitalize London. Yes, he's organizing crime. <laughs> oh brother. Oh bruv. <laughs> uh, yeah. He right, he has like some some of his like he's got a gang of of his own, but then he's got some other investors and some uh, some high powered um, uh, people in England. You know, I think like there's a well, the yeah, a councilman or something. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And like right. the, chief the of councilman, the guy who like, can't help but get very drunk at that dinner. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's like, and what about your tits, love? <laughs> <laughs> to you, you just don't say that to Bob Hoskins. <laughs> by the way i i gotta say i know this is like well-trodden territory but i am so inspired by bob hoskins success as a leading man he is oh my god he yeah. has like narrow shoulders and the thickest neck and just like a fat head and fat little hands and he's yeah he's a he's a fucking yeah he's thumb. little he's like, like a tiny like james gandolfini he's a little james gandolfini yeah. Yeah. No, it's I, <laughs> um, I there was a there was a time in the '90s when they were going to make an X Men movie, and they were talking about Bob Hoskins oh, as Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> I would love that. Uh, I would. Oh my god! I I would that's watch like, that every single. That's like day. <laughs> you remember a while ago that image that was going around the internet. Someone had made like photorealistic busts of Beavis and Butthead. That's like yes. <laughs> that's what casting Bob Hoskins as Wolverine gets you. Oh, oh shink, totally. shink, bruv. All right, where are we? About a half hour in <laughs> into the recording and <laughs> five minutes into the movie. Um, yeah, 
we've talked at great length about how at one point they're on the yacht. So yeah. with that out of the so, way. Yeah, they're on the yacht, right? And um, what was the first, like, I forget what the first fucking thing. He gives this whole speech about how England is the future and, um, you know, he is the future and, and this is going to be a fucking huge deal. And he, how he's basically the man. He's like, he's politicking is what he's doing. You know, he's... Yeah, he's yeah, ticking. He's, he's pressing the flesh. He's uh, trying to inspire some people. Then he finds out that his good friend Colin he's, has been uh, right stabbed to death. And he's yeah. like, what? He got... He, he got... Uh, slashed? Is yeah, that what he, he says? Somebody slashed him. Yeah, something like that. And for the audience, uh, that's a British term for when uh, you're murdered and someone puts a top hat and a big curly wig on your dead body. <laughs> you got slashed. I <laughs> put I put a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> Looks like there's one on the headstock of the guitar too. <laughs> it's a right good slash, and it is. Uh, <laughs> and then, so he goes. Uh, he goes to the uh, where he was killed, and he's like, well, I don't like. Why would anybody want to kill Colin? He's like. My number one guy. We uh, they were in the service together, um, you know, just like old war buddies that you know. Yeah. Very close. Yeah, it's it's funny because like yeah, he's supposed to just be like this crime boss, and a half hour into the movie, uh, he's crying over his dead Which friend. You, you never see that in in any crime movie, really. Like you, you never see Scarface uh, Al Pacino being like. Oh. I'm very sad. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go cry into a big pile Wait. of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's just like paper mache glue at that point. Um, and then um, he gets a call, and what? It's uh, where? Where's the first bomb that it doesn't go off? It was like, oh, in the in the casino that I guess Bob Hoskins. Yes. Owns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. right. There's a bomb there, and it didn't go off, and they were like, what the fuck who what is going on here and uh yeah bob hoskins is pissed off he's like how like how did this even happen like what what do we we're we're trying to do like a, a serious business deal here and somebody killed colin and now there was a bomb in my casino what's happening and nobody really has any answers for him he's just like i don't know the bomb didn't go off so what's the big deal <laughs> like people are pretty cash about the bomb i think yeah yeah, they. I would have reacted uh, less favorably <laughs> to the bomb. Yeah, go myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would be like, I don't believe you. It's not going to go off. Get it away. Get it away. <laughs> call someone. Need one of us right now needs to call the police. <laughs> um. Yeah. Then uh, who? So. Bob Hoskins, he's trying to, he tells his like right hand man to like start like looking into all this shit. They go to see who's the guy, he's like it's him and he's he's fucking that girl and they burst in on him and Yeah, I don't I still don't quite understand that guy's yeah. deal. Like who is he to them? Is he just like some low level criminal? He's a low level criminal. Oh, he's a drug dealer, yeah. right? Um Okay. But he's trying to uh he he also he gets a bit of a slashing, doesn't he? Um, yeah, he gets um he gets little round sunglasses on his face, but he he walks away yeah. from it. Is that what slash wears? The uh, are they a little round? No, 
like the John Lennons? I thought I thought so. Oh, Slash wears the Oakleys, right? <laughs> yeah, like the wraparound. <laughs> <laughs> wraparound yeah, yeah. Oakleys. But, yeah. <laughs> then he like takes them off and puts them on the back of his neck. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Slash wears like aviators. I don't know where oh, I got that yeah, from. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's okay. That's okay. I gotta tell you, I would right, then that's I what would live could. on this boat right now. If they didn't change a fucking thing, if they was still decked out in all this like late seventies, early eighties, like uh like gold like shelving and shitty furniture, I'd be like I would be into this. It's a good yeah. boat. <laughs> all of the doors good are they're rounded at the corners. <laughs> so there nothing has like a sharp right angle. Everything is like uh, a radius. It all rounds off. <laughs> Our discussion of the Long Good Friday is mostly about is really about a discussion of the boat in the Long Good Friday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> long Good Friday, more like the Long Good Boat. <laughs> this boat is long and good. So, um, yeah, that guy gets slashed up with a machete. Yeah, he does. Um, I love that. I love the guy in Bob Hoskins' crew who does the slashing because he's just like himself. Yeah. It cut up all it, over his name is it, oh, well his name is razors in the in the movie <laughs> so mm-hmm. i mean you get what you pay for here um and yeah i'm i got that scene playing right now that he just like cuts his butt up he cuts that guy's yeah, butt he just cuts his butt um his guy's name is uh ph moriarty um uh, which is that's Whoa. just a, yeah that's a little on <laughs> that's the nose. A fantastic name um <laughs> he's in uh He's in Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Um, also, there's a kid that later on, uh, when Bob Hoskins, like, I think it's when he's leaving the apartment, there's, like, a bunch of kids outside, and they're, like, you know, like a shitty little street tough gang. And the leader of that gang is also in Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. I think Guy Ritchie really, really? really stole a bunch of uh, cast, but also a lot of a lot of ideas. From ideas, this. yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, it's funny, because you don't really... He- ever hear about this movie here in uh the states you don't but across the pond i think it's like it's a very famous movie i would right? think so yeah this is it's like it's weird because like here when you think of gangster movies you're you're like all right the godfather goodfellas like they're the you know godfather right. two um godfather the third 33 and a <laughs> half or in a third my bad uh but yeah, I mean this I this movie never comes up. That it's not on the list. Like people either they don't know about it or they don't acknowledge it or whatever. Um but I I would have to imagine and it's yeah, like, this is like a big gangster movie. It's like I mean, I I'm not well versed in the genre, but I prefer I prefer this to pretty much any other just sort of like gangster crime movie I've seen. And I'm including The Godfather. I yeah. This movie is so fucking like lean and not up its own ass about its characters. Well, yeah, I mean, The Godfather is definitely up its own ass. <laughs> I, Just for for five hours, it's yeah, up its own ass. I I haven't seen the I haven't watched either the first or the second Godfather in a really long time. They're good movies, but it's also like it's an investment, and it, it's it's very like grandiose, and you're like. Eh, you know, there, there's the story like the the book came out and the book is just like kind of trash, you know, um, but then the movie comes out and it's like it, it's this very like Shakespearean story. And it, there's a lot of, uh, you know, like respect and all of this stuff, like all of the things that you associate <laughs> with, like the mafia, were, they, yeah. they weren't 
invented by the it is yeah like at the time yeah. like the mafia they were just like dumb thugs which they still are but now there's more of a now they're dumb thugs with a complex yeah with pinky rings and they're like you know they're <laughs> you know there's a lot of like uh you know you don't you don't turn your back on the a family lot of, a lot of family talk yes yeah, you yeah. do you sure you, you do you probably should. Uh, of course, of course, <laughs> you turn your back on the family. They're a bun- bunch of dirt bags. Yeah, um, yeah. But this, uh, you know, uh, this movie is like it's a gangster movie. Every- but like, I don't know. It's a it's gangster not movie cool. where right. It's a gangster movie where the gangster is scared for his life the whole time. Right. Like even you don't like uh, Scorsese, like uh, Goodfellas and uh, and Casino, right? Like those, you watch it and they're like, you know, they're bad guys doing bad things. But the whole time you're like, well, the, the way that Scorsese is shooting them and the fucking Rolling Stones playing in the back, this looks cool. Like that's what right. they're going for. <clears throat> um, this is that is not the case here. This is no, like, and it's like, and you know, it comes up a lot in in the genre when like it'll be like, oh, the the Russians are. You know, they're our enemy for this movie. Right. And there will be like a meeting between the fucking Russians and, you know, like whatever two rival mafia things Mm you're dealing with. And this one, it's just they're just like blowing shit up without ever showing their faces. Yeah. You don't know who the bad guys are until the end. And even then, you there's no like you're like, wait, this is even when they show like the quote unquote like leader guy right you're like i don't i've never like he's not in the movie like we don't (laughs) yeah it's just like well it's just so interesting because like the ira has like an ideology and there's no ideology here right it's just like yeah it's the difference between it's like it's a collection of egos going up against like a unified front (laughs) and like there there's something like their fate is almost like predetermined. Oh, like there's yeah. no fucking way. And I don't know. I I love the part in this movie when uh what's his right hand man's name? Um uh, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, when they get it when he like confronts <laughs> is his name actually Jeff? No, it really, laughed like it wasn't. No, it, it I laughed because that's just like it's just Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Again, it's not like Scarface or Michael Corleone. Just Jeff. It's just fucking Jeff. Jeff. Oi, Jeff. Oi, bro. Um, but yeah, when he like confronts him on the yacht, and he's like, he's like, "What the fuck is going on? You need to tell me everything right now." Right. And you find out that the IRA is the one. They're be they're behind all like the bombings and the the murders and such. Right. And when Jeff suggests that maybe it's unwise to go up against the IRA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Bob Hoskins just like murders him in yeah. cold blood. He, right. Yeah. I mean, he, he said, he's like, you know, Bob Hoskins loses his shit. He's like, essentially nobody is tougher than me. I'll fucking, I don't care who it is. And then he, yeah. Then he kills Jeff with a, a broken whiskey bottle. And, yeah, and you know, and then he feels very bad about it. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's very interesting because I I don't know much about don't know much about IRA. <laughs> I don't I don't know much about the IRA. I don't really like 
know what their politics are, but in a lot of ways, this movie seems like a critique of, uh, you know, like obviously gentrification and obviously like capitalism where like the, the team that fails, we're I'm just going to call them teams. Yeah. Is the te- like ultimately everyone in every, all of like the British crime guys are looking for themselves and everyone else they consider each one of them considers everyone else around them just like a tool to be utilized. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that is mm-hmm. not the case with the Irish at all. And I just uh, think it's pretty interesting watching, watching it crumble like this. Yeah, it is. Well, that is, it's, am it's I, totally... am I being, am I being goofy? No, no, not at all. I think, I think you're, you're really onto something here. Because there is like, I don't know. I also don't know much about the IRA. Don't um, know much about <laughs> IRA. Um, don't know I, much about Yakuza. <laughs> if I had to guess, it probably has something to do with uh, the British uh, and them running Ireland. And I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but I don't. The fact that they're just like I don't know. They're ghosts in this fucking movie. They're complete. Um, yeah, they're just this unstoppable force barreling right. down on this guy. Yeah, and he doesn't know what's going on. And even when he thinks he's like, "Nope, we got it all under control." I, it, it, his like his ego and his hubris and stuff get him in the end. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It's a different kind of gangster movie, I guess, is what we're trying to say. A different kind of gangster movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, we're in the movie. Uh, they just blew up his restaurant. Um, and what, he was going to have a meeting there with the Americans. And as they're pulling up to the restaurant, it just explodes. It, it, it sure does explode. <laughs> uh, blows up real good. And, and the Americans are like, what? It just happened. He's like, uh, it was a gas leak. Yeah. Uh, There's like, also like, was... even, dude, this movie is just like so fucking grounded and I really appreciate that. Like, I don't know, an American movie, a bomb goes off, the building is, like, leveled. Yeah. This is just, like, one, you know, like, you see a, a flash of light out of one window, and then, like, I think some of the facade comes off. But, like, it's a very realistic amount of exploding that happens. Yeah, there. you're right. There, I don't know. That, that's an interesting thing, because you see, like, you watch, like, an American action movie, right, and something... You know, it something explodes, and there are a lot of say there. You know, it's this situation where there's people in the building, and the place just blows up, and you, you don't see any of the the like the dead bodies, right? You just sort of like, oh well, I just know that everybody in that building is dead. Moving yeah. on to the next scene, like there's nothing, I guess, uh, right. nothing and grounding in this, it. And the way this is set up, like you see the guy setting up in the dining room, and you know, no one's no one else is there, right? Like, in that second story. So, like, one guy, like, one actual person just died. And this movie generally does a really good job of, like, giving you the sense of how few people are being killed. And it just makes it, like, well, much yeah. more intimate and much heavier. Like Right. There was, there's, there's only the one guy upstairs that gets, actually dies in this. But then everybody downstairs starts coming out of the restaurant, mm-hmm. and they're they're all like bleeding and like and freaked fucked the up fuck and, out. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know they were just in an explosion, and it, it grounds it in a reality that 
you don't you don't usually see in right <laughs> it, because yeah because and then there's like movies have to be like if you if something's gonna blow up you gotta fucking make it make a big boom exactly yeah. make it make it go big and, <laughs> yeah and it, and when it's like so impossible like that it really just kind of like insulates you from the reality of something like that happening it makes it just feel very uh it just kind of washes off of you right but in this it's like it, there's that there's a shot right after everyone evacuates the pub where bob hoskins is talking to her he, helen mirren and mm-hmm. like the way it's framed they're in the foreground and then in the immediate background there's like 10 people coughing yeah. and like you know <laughs> tending to their own wounds and shit that's funny so I it's like it paused right on that frame yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> it's well it's just like so great because yeah yeah there's one, no one perfect shot come on yeah <laughs> just like in you i mean i said at the beginning like the context in in which this movie was like made and released is is integral to just like appreciating it and yeah. that does like such a good job of like keeping it in the setting it's happening in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, yeah. I I feel like, you know, the Godfather and Scarface they happen in like kind of like self-contained worlds a little bit. Scarface less so. Like well, it's very I, I, much like a, a. They're fantasy movies, even like Scarface, are, yeah. <laughs> which is supposed to be. I mean, Scarface is supposed to be like a gritty, you know, crime movie and shit. It's, it's like, so it's fantasy land, though. you know. Yeah. yeah. Um like uh, the godfather and stuff even like just people watching the godfather you like they like it because it is like this fantasy world of like or these these gangsters and like you know the the godfather's house is this fucking mansion where you know they have these big grand meetings about and make huge decisions and all right. these it's things right it's like it's kings and knights it's ex- exactly yeah exactly and yeah this, and this is this just is, like just schlubs trying not to die yeah, just British schlubs. Even when <laughs> I like when, um, like right after the the restaurant explodes, like Bob Hoskins uh, and Jeff and Razors, they they gather everybody up and they're just like, "All right, go like go shake everybody down." You know, like I want information. I want to know what the fuck is going on here. Right, and, and that it's just is... like <laughs> it's yeah, guys. And just, that's they like just that grab great... like shitty guns and they're like <laughs> they're all different. Si- There's no like. Um, no montage of them like loading up, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no one opens a cabinet and they're just like neatly packed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Weapons and shit. Um, All the guns are different sizes and none of the bullets match. You know the next guys. <laughs> right. The most composure in this entire movie is that shot of um of the guys hanging from the meat hooks in the in the the yeah. butchering plant. Yeah, it's a it's a like a. I don't know where they hang meat and slice it up. Uh, right, yeah, and and to be clear, they're hanging like by ropes tied around their feet. They're not. They didn't like hook these guys on, on right. meat meat hooks. Um, but it's just like that was the best they could do. And the director, even like even that is sloppy because, like you said, he's just like go get everyone you can find, <laughs> like get anyone <laughs> right. who might know something. And like you look at his crew, and it's just like these like. There are a couple like really old men and just yeah like, yeah yeah like they're clearly <laughs> all just like fucking the, slobs. There's they're... a couple. There's a couple bad grandpas in there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's so great too as they're walking out of of that like butchering plant. Like 
there's yeah. this shot that pans over the faces of the guys who are hanging from meat hooks, and uh-huh. one guy is passed out from hanging for too long. <laughs> it's right, which so, would happen. <laughs> right, exactly. It's just, damn, I don't know. It, it, it works so beautifully. Yeah. It's so, so good. I can't say enough good about it. Yeah, no, it's it's Except fucking I'm done. great. I'm done talking now. Oh, all right, fine. Yeah. Um, so Bob Hoskins and Jeff were trying to track down who's who. <laughs> fuck is doing this? Um, we, Helen we're, Mirren takes. We're thick as thieves. We're uh, we're like Bob Hoskins and Jeff. That's how close <laughs> we are. <laughs> um, Helen Mirren takes uh, takes like who is it? The the I think it's the councilman or the I don't know if it's like the the chief of the police or whatever the fuck it is and the americans out to dinner and the guy that well, what you were saying he gets too drunk and he starts hitting on helen mirren um then jeff takes helen mirren home uh you know just to like escort her home or whatever and he hits on her and she's like well this is uncomfortable now uh he says something like i want to lick every inch of your body and she's like well this my boyfriend bob hoskins would not appreciate this kind of talk <laughs> <laughs> Um. Then the, there's that whole scene with uh, Bob Hoskins and Helen Mirren where he ends up he pushes her he doesn't even he doesn't even hit her he he pushes her down and she starts crying and he gets he's like I'm so sorry and all that stuff but he's she's just like I'm scared of all of this like this, everything is falling apart right now and I we don't know what's going on um please please do something yeah. <laughs> essentially work some uh, of your Robert Bob Hoskins magic and do something about this. Yeah. Um, Which he tries. Right. So, you know, to his credit, he does try. So then Bob Hoskins goes, what's, is he going to visit the grave? When, when he talks to that, the wife of the guy that died, um, I fucking forget now. Hang on. Yeah. When, yeah, he's going. Well, he's. I guess he's, I don't know. He's going to talk to the wife, but whatever. The guy. It's the driver. He was one of the guys that died in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, and you know, she basically explains like, well, uh, you know, this is this is what happened. And um, my husband was driving Colin around, and he and you know he was just a driver, and he got fucking killed for all this shit, and. Um, it, I don't know. He kind of he kind of starts figuring out what's going on because of like what happened with Colin and this this guy. Um, he you know he was hooking up with Colin and she didn't know that. And um, so Bob Hoskins like, all right, I'll like I'll take care of you. Like I'll you know give you like I'll put you on the salary. Essentially, he's gonna start paying her bills. Um. And that's when he confronts his right hand man, Jeff. And Jeff is he's like, Jeff, what the what the fuck <laughs> is going on here? And he's like, Well, you know, Colin was doing a deal and with uh it, he was doing a deal with the IRA, right? Is that Right, because part of part of the IRA's operation is like I mean, I guess like a lot of IRA guys were like Mm, they work like blue collar jobs right at least in yeah, in, yeah. in england there's like a, a wing of the ira that's like doing construction <laughs> sure but yeah. basically the crew for bob hoskins construction project was ira 
the okay. crew that I think the crew that Colin had hired ended up being IRA. Somehow mm-hmm. that was like the that was the contact point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they turned out to be IRA. Um, Colin is he went on a trip to drop off money. Um, turns out he was skimming off the top, and um, they ended up killing him. That's what that was about. And that's when Jeff is like, listen, you, these guys, they're fucking, you know, these are some, fu- these are bad guys. Like we, you know, we're, we're all fun and games and shit here. But like these are, this is the real <laughs> deal, you know? Yeah. We all came to crime to have a good time, but the IRA, mm-mm. they're very, <laughs> very dour. <laughs> yeah. Very dour group. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They're not into having fun. They're more, uh, they're unionized. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Um, so that's when Bob Hoskins takes a broken whiskey bottle and just stabs him in the throat to death. And he feels bad about it, but also he's like, well, fucking all right, whatever. Um, so is this when he goes to the, the demolition derby? (laughs) Yeah. He gets a tip on like where to, where to find what he believes to be like the head IRA guy. Yeah. He's like, his plan is to well first he takes a really long shower um <laughs> we get a, a long shower scene with bob hoskins and yeah and then yes he finds out where the the leader of this ira uh, faction is and he's uh he's a driver in a demolition derby that's fun right <laughs> it is fun it, you know it's good like i feel like in that line of line of work work can become your whole life <laughs> yeah, and I I appreciate that he's making time for himself. Yeah, work hard, play hard. That's him. <laughs> That's this guy's motto. Yeah, <laughs> it's the motto of the IRA, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> so he um he goes to see them. Um, they have this like box. Uh, the IRA guys they have this box above the the racetrack, and uh, yeah, Bob Hoskins is out there with uh, his boy Razors and the police commissioner. And um, he, they go in there and they're like, all right, well, we brought a briefcase full of money. We're going to pay you guys off. And like, we'll just, we're going to squash this whole fucking beef here. And there's a guy, there's a sniper that's like waiting for, to shoot Bob Hoskins. Um, so we're like, all right, well, this is a little, little tense or whatever. Then the guy, uh, the leader guy, he comes up to the stand and he's like, all right, well, you know, what, he says something shitty to him, and he's like, "All right, well, takes the money," and that's when Bob Hoskins like opens the the door to leave, and there's like a few of his guys are there with shotguns, and they just fucking blow them all away, and they fall out of the window and cause like this huge fiery crash with other people involved. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, the demolition <laughs> derby goes out of control. Um, <laughs> And that's hard to do. Yeah, you know, you know for a, a demo, a demo derb by design is already out, of, pretty far out of control. Yeah, you're, that's. I mean, that's the whole deal. Is it's supposed to be out of control? Um, no. But then Bob Hoskins, he's like, "All right, I, this is it. I just fucking killed the guy. We're good to go here." Oh, and that's how the movie ends. Well, almost. Well, hold on. So he goes back to the safe house where he instructed everyone to meet. Yes. Um, 
I forget why he has to go back. Oh, he goes back well, to, he's talk going to, to talk to the Americans. Yes, it's it's are, back at their hotel. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, not safe house, just the hotel. Yeah, um, he leaves. Him and Helen Mirren are like laughing it up in the car. They're like, "All right, think life is good again." We got them good, didn't we, Helen Mirren? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then, then they right. Then he goes to talk to the Americans, and they're like, "And, and he says, we're out. yeah." And oh. I was going to say the one cool line that Bob Hoskins says after they blow those guys out of the skybox. Oh, what does he say? He says, next time, take the apples in pairs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which is cocky slang for stairs. Yes, of course. Yeah. 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 Uh, Anyway, back to the present moment. Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah. So the Americans are leaving and Bob Hoskins has this little monologue where he basically like. Or for the American, the American guy, the Joe Piscopo guy, he's like, you don't have control over your operation. This is like not good. I don't want any part of it. Right. And he's like, he basically is just like, you stupid American. Yeah. I mean, I said, he does a better kind of a... job than I do. But, yeah, but that's he basically, the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you, you know, you guys suck. We're uh, Britain rules. Yeah, he's like, you you dumb motherfuckers, like, I'm this is gonna happen. This deal is gonna happen with or without you. So, you know, you're you're idiots basically for getting out now. And you, you can leave, but just know that we're gonna flourish here and we don't need you. And essentially you could go fuck yourselves. Yeah. It's a pretty good tell off. Yeah. So he comes back, he, you know, he leaves on that note and uh, gets into his car. Right. And as he's as his car is driving away, uh, he can't help but notice that no one else is in it. Yeah. Where's Helen Mirren? Um, and, and as then, the cars as uh, the cars pulling away, he looks across the street and sees a car driving in the opposite direction uh, that has Helen Mirren in it. And she's visibly freaking out and screaming at him for help yeah there's that like where she like grabs onto like the glass uh, he's like ah which is that's that's some haunting shit there's that <laughs> that one part in um mandy when um uh the the centibites are, <laughs> are attacking nicholas cage and his wife right mm-hmm. and um the cult they agreed to like give the uh the little chubby blonde kid to the insane biker gang mm-hmm. and and the shot of the kid like at the glass window with his hand on there and then like a pair of hands just grab him by the head and like pull him into the shadows. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it, I don't know. Just like people like doing that, like the, the touching the glass as they're being like pulled in the opposite direction. Yeah. Like, it's just it, kind of a haunting image. <laughs> yeah. Classic, uh, classic case of last moments of your loved one's life or <laughs> them in terror. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and yes. So he, you know, we, who pops out from the passenger seat, but Pierce Brosnan holding a gun. He's got a coy little smile on his face. And then you're like, Oh shit. Well, they're going to end the movie now. And they do. Yeah. But, but first it's like, it's literally like five minutes of, or no, not five minutes. It's like, no, it feels like five minutes. I mean, it's probably a solid two minutes of them driving away with like, there's the driver, there's Pierce Brosnan holding the gun on um, Bob Hoskins and they're, they're not doing anything like Bob Hoskins knows that he's like, he's stuck. 
So he basically, like the camera is just fixed on Hoskins' face, and he's just like, he's he's thinking. You could see like just all of these thoughts like running through his head. Yeah, you know, like how do I get out of here? What like what? Right. Yeah, you can like see him like to this point. Like all of you can. Yeah, you can see him like in equal turns recounting the events that led to this moment. And then, like, there will be these glimmers where he looks really mad, and you're like, "Is he's gonna try something?" And then he just doesn't, and yeah. it's really good. And it's all scored to this very funky, uh, very cool song. Yeah. Uh, I feel like. Do you listen to Destroyer? Um. Hmm. I don't. I don't think I listen to Destroyer. Uh, you should check out Destroyer. It's like, a there's a lot of. A lot of sax. It's all got. It's all got this. The vibe of this era for me. Okay. But, um. Anyway, you know how they. Oh wait a second. I yes. I don't listen to uh, Destroyer, but I, I have heard. Uh, was it Kaput? That album. Yeah. 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 Okay. Pretty good one. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they shot this scene. You know how they shot this scene, right? Oh no! Tell me. <laughs> they shot this scene. Um, basically they just trained the camera on Hoskins and the director, this was the first thing they shot. The director just like walked him through the plot of the movie. So he was just instructed to react to the facts of what his character had just experienced as though he was just experiencing them. <laughs> right. Which is cool. It's like, and at this point, uh, this thing blows up and he's like, uh, motherfucker. And then <laughs> at this point you're actually you got the drop on him and you kill him. And you could see like Hoskins kind of smile at certain points. <laughs> I yeah. think he's like, Oh, right. <laughs> and it just like it, the effect of it is so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, really love it. And that's it. That's, that's the long good Friday. Yes, it is. Um, Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so- uh, yeah, I'm prepared to put a, put a lid on this one. Yes. Um, I'm going to try my best not to delete this episode. I can't um, wait for you to delete this episode. <laughs> I'll just, I'll absolutely lose it. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to save it immediately and then put it in the Dropbox. <laughs> I, um, I got to say, uh, thank you for listening, mm-hmm. Rob. You're, yeah. uh, you're, you're a good ear. Yeah. <laughs> And if you subscribe to the Patreon show, thank you for your continued support throughout uh, our, our incredibly um, unstructured release schedule. Yeah. But uh, happy to say that'll be coming to an end soon as I relocate to the same time zone. Yeah. So very soon, Dan is relocating. And to the same time zone. To the same time zone. And we should be, oh man, we're going to be recording in the same room again. Ah, I can't wait. That'll I be great. Yeah, it's going to be good. All right. Um, right. Okay. Do we know what's happening next? Because this is... I have no idea what's happening next. This is finally (laughs) the end of whatever series this was going to be. This was the Criterion series from November. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, (laughs) Well, TBD on that, I guess. Yeah. No, guys. Let's do do Bandersnatch. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) We're going to try and do uh, Dan and Rob's Bandersnatch. Dandersnatch. Yeah, Dan and Rob present Dandersnatch. Yeah, yeah. A king uh, me joint. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for donating. 
That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Wall by bitch. Wall by bitch.